fellow Zeros, thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that watched a bunch of movies this year. That was going to be my bet. <laughs> Should have been. We would have won. We'll never know. We won't. I'm your friend Joe here, joined by two of my other friends, and their names are Corey. Como estas, bitches? And Sequel. My favorite episode of the year, Joe. It is a really good one. It's going to be fun. In case you're not a fan of reading titles or listening to our previous episodes, we're going to be doing the top five new release movies of 2018. Not all movies, just movies we reviewed for this, so there are a total of 12. Uh, I'll read the list for that before we get or before we get into the whole top five thing. But first, I have an email. Oh. It's from our friend Bennett. Yay! Bennett writes as, holiday wrap-up. Hey, boys. Hope you all had a great holiday time. I hate that I was not on the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse episode. I know you all love the movie, too, but I would have gone even further than you all did in saying it may be the best standalone superhero movie ever. I love the Do- I love the Dark Knight and Captain America Winter Soldier, but those are mainly due to their connection to the overall series. Also, for the holidays, I officially switched from MoviePass, with its poor movie section offerings in KC, to AMC's A-List, which covers IMAX and 3D movies. Even. Welcome to the club, Bennett. Welcome. It sure does. I've seen <laughs> both of those. Uh, and for my 2018 wrap-up, here are my top five 2018 movies. They're not just our new release movies, they're all movies. So, oh. he put Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Avengers Infinity War, Mission Impossible Fallout, nice. Bad Times at El Royale... I'll see if that's still and a quiet place. That's a, that definitely would have been on my list. Were those in? Are those in? Do we know if those are in any specific order? They're not numbered. Those are just that, ones. That okay. might be one to five, or it might just be five to one, or five <laughs> to one, or no order. Okay. Thanks, Bennett. Uh, hoping you all have an even better 2019 than 2018. You're zero in Casey Bennett. Oh, thanks, Bennett. I was shocked by one movie not that's uh, not on his list, but we're going to talk about it later. Is it in our purview or just the movie? It's our, in okay. our purview. That's fair. It's going to come up. I'm a little surprised. And we have one from Frank at the end we're going to read, right? I have a text from Frank. Yeah. It's really quick. <laughs> quick is fine. I love, love it. Love quick. Love quick. <laughs> All about quick. Except the strawberry kind. Actually, no, the strawberry kind is better than the chocolate. Whoa! I'm not a chocolate milk guy. Hot take out the gate. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Strawberry quick better Ooh, than chocolate. It's gonna be that type of episode. Whoa. Whoa. I, should've, I should've gone and got right. another beer before Whoa. we did that. Right, top five quick flavors. <laughs> 2018. Top five quick flavors. Yeah, five to one. All of them are chocolate. Because that's the correct answer. That's ridiculous. Double chocolate. <laughs> when I, I like... use extra quick in my regular amount of quick, so it's like triple, yeah, that's that's number three. There's definitely a vanilla. There's a strawberry. There's, the, there's a banana they sell, one. Yeah, they Why sell would, them. I, I, I never like the banana like, I There's no banana the mix. They just sell it like in the... Yeah, like no, the no, no, the banana one I know, but like the vanilla one, there's like a mix. I was like, I never understood that. So it doesn't do anything. Like, it just turns your white milk to... It's vanilla-y. Vanilla-y white milk. Why? <laughs> Do you ever have a vanilla milkshake? No. Well, that's why. Yeah, that's not good. You don't. You don't get it. Yeah, vanilla's bland. It literally stands for bland. It is. It's. It's delicious. Not. It's sweet. Yeah, man. Oh, Milk's it's... bland. I don't drink milk. Vanilla so. has existed this long for a reason. Yeah, I'm. Man. I'm on team vanilla. <laughs> I'm team chocolate all the way. Well, I'm team chocolate too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There it is. Uh, it's begun. Here we go. Just not being a video medium really puts you people at a disadvantage, but <laughs> sure I'm sorry. Does. So if you want to be like Bennett and send us an email, you can do that to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Boom. Wow. 
Now we're going to get into the main part of this episode, the big draw, which is the top five. I will read off all 12 possible selections once I get to that list. I have it. Okay, if you want to read it, go for it, Corey. The 12 new movies that we could have possibly used for our top five list are as follows. Black Panther, Pacific Rim 2, Avengers Infinity War, Deadpool 2, Solo, A Star Wars Story, Incredibles 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Teen Titans Go to the movies, The Predator, Venom, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Aquaman. And I made that list, so it's my fault. The official title is Pacific Rim Uprising. I'm sorry, Pacific Rim Uprising. That's correct. That's, That's not your fault. That's mine. I don't think we actually discussed how we're going to do this, so this is good. We can do this right on air. <laughs> do it live, baby. Well, I mean, we're going to do five, and then four, and then three, and then two, and then one, like last time. But yeah. I don't know who we're starting with, and I don't know if we're putting tabling it into effect. Uh, we'll just we'll say table it if it's going to come up later on. Okay. That's it. So essentially, if my number five movie is, is higher... My, is my number four, then I'll say table it. Yep, yep. exactly. Okay. We will talk about each movie one time at the highest ranking it is. Correct. That and the three sense. of us rank all 12, so we'll we'll mention... We'll include 6 through 12 at the end. Yeah. Uh, I'll start. I can, okay. I can pull the trigger on my five. I forgot to mention spoilers for all the movies. Of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, my number five movie of 2018 was Incredibles 2. Table it. I figured as much. <laughs> I am really say curious what? to see <laughs> to hear your one through four. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, I don't think it's that surprising, but I'll go next. I'm not even gonna guess, I'm just gonna wait. Let this play out. Go ahead. Yeah, see how it goes. See how it goes. My number five is not in Corey's top five. Might be in Joe's top five. That is Teen Titans Go. That's my Teen number five. five. We can talk about it. You can talk about it. <laughs> You're absolutely correct, because it is not on my list. This is one of the biggest surprises of 2018 for me. Like, I was really excited for the... I saw the trailer, and I'm like, wow, that looks pretty funny. I've never seen the cartoon before, never seen the show. It was really funny. Like, it, it just hit on everything, and... I did not expect to enjoy it as no, much as I did. I was laughing really hard in the theater, and there were, like, little kids around, and they they were laughing, too. Mister, it's not that funny! <laughs> but there's more in-depth jokes. Joke, Johnny. They go into, like... I could see the situation where if, like, superheroes existed and they wanted to make movies about superheroes' life, this is probably what they would go, <laughs> go through. It, it did a good job it's with It's great that. satire. Yes, it, it, it really, it, it truly is. It's fun meta, too. It's it's the moments that it goes meta, and it goes meta a bunch in this movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. I know you did not like the music in it. Mm-hmm. I found the songs to be hilarious. I, and that's <laughs> completely fine. I, I think if, if one or two less musical numbers, then it probably, it probably ekes right in there. I love the music. I was listening to the soundtrack and, and, to this for weeks. And we, we went over this at nauseum on the episode. I'm not going to defend myself anymore. I didn't like it. That's fine. That's fair. That's the beauty of this show. The differing opinions. You're allowed to think what you want. That being said, it did squeak up higher on my list than even I expected. It's not 12? It's not 12. Dynamite. Not even close. <laughs> Joe, I don't know about you. My yeah. favorite scene is the uh, the... Back in time scene to all the origin stories. Of that the, is up there. I think oh, the eighties no, music that's video. My, that's, that's probably one of my favorite yeah. moments too. The eighties music video is my favorite, but yeah, the sneak, <laughs> the back into time part is so because it gets kind of dark. It gets real dark. There. It gets but it's extremely but it's, dark. Yeah, but, it's, but it's still really funny. They cut Aquaman out of the plastic 
can holder. Yeah. When they go back the second time to fix it, all, all the Batman really stuff like, is incredible. The Batman yeah, stuff is Oh, good. that's the darkest part. You don't want to go down Murder Alley. <laughs> you want to go down Fresh Baked Pie Lane. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the 80s music video with, like, the singing tiger. Yep. When they run him over. Like, He's not moving. He's a cop! Go! <laughs> Oh, it's hilarious. Such a great time. Yes, it was, it was. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. And again, most of my ratings, just a spoiler alert, is I'm going on the feeling I had when I left the movie theater and how it stuck with me. That's mostly what I'm going with. I mean, yeah, this movie, like, the movie that I have at six was potentially in my top five, but this one, just, this movie stuck with me. And I, I loved it too much to not put it in my five. Yeah, and it's like... We really only talk about our top five, like 12 through 6 are kind of irrelevant, so... If you want to hear us, our thoughts on 6 through 12, go back to the episode. Yeah, yeah. so, like, I'm putting out five, screw you. <laughs> like, <laughs> 6 and 7 might actually be better films. It's our list. Honesty, but we can do whatever we want with them. List. Yep. Don't at me, bro. And we can skip over my five, because yep. it was also Teen Titans Go to the Movies. So, Corey, what's your number four, bud? Black Panther. My number four is Black Panther. My number four is That's Black Panther. That's also my number four. Whoa! Synergy! All yeah. right. Um, so this, I mean, I rewatched um, pretty much all of the new releases that made this list, because most of them are, or all the MCU ones for the most part, are on Netflix right now, minus Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I just got a digital code for. So I, I've been, I was able to watch pretty much all the MCU movies from this year in the last couple days, and... I, I rewatched Black Panther, and god damn is it good. Watching it this time around, the, the MCU, f- the formulaic aspects of the MCU kind of shone through a little bit more than in my initial take, which is why I kind of dropped down to almost out. But that being said, that movie is fucking fun. It is a fun, fun movie. All things being equal, like if I take off like my comic book movie hat here... This might be the best movie from like a technical movie making standpoint and storytelling and world creating aspect of 2018 in all genres. It really is. They created something really, really special here. It's my number four because, it, in all honesty, it came out so long ago. Like the, like things like kind of usurp it. Um, but it's really good. It's solid. It's, it's really my, good. Michael B. Jordan's like great in it. It's. My favorite moment in that is, um, Joe, have you rewatched it since? Yes. The scene where he goes, goes back, like, into, like, the Elder World and, like, meets his dad in Oakland. I love that scene so much. We're talking about Killmonger. Yes. Okay. I know you had a problem with it when when we initially reviewed it. I don't know if your opinions on it have changed I have less of a problem with it now. I was generally higher on that movie. I mean, mean, I'm definitely higher on it the second time I saw Mm -hmm. it, but obviously... um, I didn't. I didn't have as much of a problem with that scene this time, the second and third time I watched it. That yeah, I, I think you were on board I was with on, it initially. I, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, I, I think Killmonger just as a as a, an MCU villain is far and away the most. Pro- I mean, probably, he's probably the best villain that we've gotten in the MCU. That's not true. Mm, it's <laughs> uh... I, he's number two then. I I would have him. He's my number two. Yeah, I would put him at number two. That's fine. I'll give it, I'll give it number two. But find Thanos. Yeah. See, the thing is, we haven't seen Thanos. I, I would. The only reason I put him above is because we've seen the start and finish mm-hmm. of Killmonger, whereas we don't know how Thanos' story is going to end yet. That kind of 
was what part of what makes him better too. That's why uh, he's my number for one. For sure, but one of our big complaints about the MCU is that they always kill off the villains. Yes, and they're usually pretty weak. But this one, like, he died, and I was so okay with the whole situation. Usually, when they like, it's kill, handled very well. It's handled very well, and I, I think it might just be because Killmonger goes out on his own terms. Yes, because. T'Challa says, "Hey, let's 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 fix you up. Let's heal you. Let's get you alive." And he's like, "A oh, hell no!" And that for me, that that's a moment of in, it's like an integrity move from a horrible human being. Don't get me wrong, but it's like it's not like at the end of his rope, he's like, "All right, fine, I I'm gonna let fix me. I'll, I'd rather live." He's like, "No, nah, man, I gave it everything. I lost. I'm dying. Boom, done." One of the main takeaways from 2018 comic book movies. Uh, MCU in particular is like Thanos is the perfect representation of he's the villain but he's the hero of his own story yes Killmonger is right up there too yeah. with that because you you yep. identify with his plight early on um, he has his own story he has his own motivations they're clear and they're... it's and, it, and it's and it's le- and it's also legacy building yes he's trying to complete what his father was trying to do like I mean it makes because he's got daddy issues like every superhero ever. Yes. Or every superhero character. Every comic character. Correct. Some version of what I'm saying is correct. Yeah, it's tough to find superheroes with a healthy mom and dad relationship. <laughs> it's not easy. No, it's not. So, if, I mean, for me, I don't think it's the most technically well-made movie of 2018. It's certainly up there. The reason it's at number four for me is... It has a couple scenes that I'm not absolutely in love with. The casino scene, kind of boring to me. I, whatever, whatever reason, just doesn't do it for me. And the fact that T'Challa is like the third most interesting character in this movie, and it's his movie, supposedly. That's actually a fair point. That, that has it at four for me. Who's the second most interesting character? His sister. And Killmonger's the first most interesting. I would be on board with Killmonger being the first most interesting I'm not sure if I'm, I'm not sure uh, if I feel like Suri's. I think two, Sur- but I think Suri is more interesting than T'Challa is in this I'm movie. I'm interested in knowing more about Suri, and it's T'Challa's uh, second go around in the MCU, so we already know his ability. So I mean, a new character is going to have like the edge. Yeah, but he's like the main character, and I'm not that interested in him. Well, here's the thing, too. Here's the thing that that didn't click with me. They could have done that better. The, it, it's only clicked with me the most recent time I watched it with a bunch of my students. Yeah, I watched it in school. Certainly. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. So, there's a 30, 40 minute chunk in the middle of this movie where T'Challa just isn't in it. T'Challa's just non-existent. He loses to Killmonger, gets thrown off, and they go off for at least 25 minutes or so. I don't know if it's that long. It I, seems like a long time. It seems like a huge... But... So many of... So much of what is actually the plot and the arc of this movie happens in that span of time. They probably would We're been. still trying to figure out what's going on all the way up to that point. We finally get it, and then T'Challa's gone for pretty much until the conclusion. Black Panther's probably not the most appropriate title for the movie. It should be called Wakanda. Because that's like the exciting part. That, yeah. That's it's uh, again you're getting like um his guards and like the Wakandan way of life, and you're learning about the different tribes, and it's uh at the very least it should be Black Panther colon Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Because again, and I don't just because he's not in it a lot. I'm more excited about the world around him 
but I don't think that's a knock on the movie. I just think that's the direction they want it. They do great. They do great world building, and, and oh, I, yeah. I really appreciate how it looks, how it feels, all the different tribes. Like that part's awesome. Most of this movie is awesome. I don't have many bad things to say about it. I'm just justifying why it's at four and not sure. higher. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. I, that's better justification than I had. It just for me, it's, it's just where it landed more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, these other three movies that I have ahead of it, I just felt something. It, it, Identified with it more. Yep. I guess we're on to my three. Deadpool 2. That's my number three. Unbelievable. Not on my list. Okay. So let's let's give it a little chit-chat. Nice. Wow. What did you guys omit? Yeah, what did you put on? I mean, I know what I omitted. Huh. Okay. This is this is taking a t- uh, <laughs> an interesting <laughs> turn. Okay. I mean... I can say what Deadpool 2 was then, right? Because... If you want to. Right. I'm guessing eight. I feel I like know. it was six or seven. That's probably, I think it's six. Okay. It is six. Okay. Yes. Yeah, my list, my two, three, and four movies, in every, in, there's a bunch of iterations of my list. In some point, some version of the list, every movie two, three, four was at two. Okay. <laughs> every movie has been in every slot in those three spots. Nice. Wow, okay. just... Where we landed. Yep. Deadpool 2. I mean, it lives up to... The first one, in a lot of ways, and it takes a little bit of a more serious edge to it at, at certain times. It exceeds it in certain aspects. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it at no point let me down. Um, and I think that with the... Did you see it again? I did. Okay, because so you seem higher on it, because you weren't as high on it the first time. Yeah, no, I... remember, I, you were kind of let down by it. I was, because I didn't, I didn't want... I didn't necessarily want the... The emotional stuff, I kind of just wanted another Deadpool movie. The tone change is early on, and it is drastic. It is. It is. And it, and it, and it was it was a little off-putting. It's and surprising. So I can understand how that would jar somebody. Yeah, and that's all it did. It jarred me. And then I watched it two or three more times since, and fuck, man, it's good. It's so good. It's really, really good. And, and even from a what they were able to accomplish visually in this movie... The ex- like the ex- they didn't waste the expanded budget that they got, you know, using really cool CGI to bring the Juggernaut to life in probably the best way that we've ever seen it on film. It's certainly better than the other time. Exactly. That's I don't know that anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. So you know the Juggernaut showing up and the Juggernaut looking as good as the Juggernaut looked. That battle between uh, Juggernaut and um, Colossus. Fucking great, cool stuff. I could watch that for twenty minutes. Yeah, I could watch another ten minutes of that fight scene without a doubt. That would have been excessive to me, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. No, like if there was like a like a WWE match, Colossus really the juggernaut in a cage or hell in a cell. <laughs> I mean, I don't think a cell could contain them. It couldn't. Let's go Falls Count anywhere. Okay. Um, <laughs> Falls Count anywhere. Yeah, it's probably the only choice. I'd be all about it. Oh, what's the weapons match called? It's been a while since I watched. Hardcore. Is that just hardcore? Yeah. Okay. I mean that—that's what this fight was. So yes, <laughs> I fight dirty. <laughs> I'm fighting dirty, <laughs> and like just like that. That was all. So the comedy of Deadpool two was at times a little more subtle, like that. Like that's not a joke I thought was going to come out. Like I didn't think a joke was going to be there. It was, and then there's the the duality, like the double meaning of that joke, where it's it's a guy who's completely made out of metal. Wrapping his fists in metal, 
Like, that doesn't do... It's not going to do anything. <laughs> Your fists are already metal, It's barbed man. wire. It's pointy. It's totally different metal. Was it barbed wire? I thought it was just one of, like, the that pose was, that you just wrapped around. No, it's barbed wire. Yeah. Okay, that makes it a little bit better. Yeah. But yeah, I'm surprised that we're talking about subtlety of humor in a Deadpool movie, because based on the first one, there is no... Su- I mean, no. there's subtlety because the jokes are quick, yeah. and you have to keep up, but just Deadpool 2 is a movie that set out with a plan, it achieved exactly what it wants to, which is another hilarious movie... But it adds an emotional aspect to it. It's a family film, like he says in the beginning. It really is. Zazie Beats is phenomenal. Mm. It introduces Zazie Beats <laughs> as a fantastic new character. And, you know, Brad Pitt in a great cameo. Yes. Your favorite Brad Pitt role. Best one up, up there. <laughs> I, the fact that they did it. Because, again, like, that's... Deadpool, Deadpool's super famous for breaking the fourth wall and being kind of meta in a comic book world. That's a super meta thing to do, to get this, you like this super high profile actor, and his only role in the entire movie is to get electrocuted by running into a hot like high tension wire. That's fucking hysterical. Because Brad Pitt could have been a draw to this. They could have dropped Brad Pitt's name in like the previews. They would have flocked to see it. Yeah, but and then they did that. The success oh off the God. first one, you, it's... No, you don't need it. Yeah, it sells itself. It does, it does. But again, that's the meta part of it. They're like, no, 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 hold it back. Let's not let anybody know Brad Pitt's in this. The fact that the cameo is so small, they could have hologrammed him in it, and no, it wouldn't have been any different. Yeah, <laughs> but he does it. He'd probably even take a paycheck for it. I wouldn't be surprised. He probably took, like, lunch. He's like, just feed me. The cup of coffee that he's yeah. drinking early on. All you got. Uh, is he is he in here? <laughs> He's probably just running late. But yeah, Ryan Reynolds continues to carry the franchise. I like Josh Brolin as Cable. Josh Brolin had a great year. He yes, sure he did. did. Comic book movie wise. Yeah, I can't speak for his personal life, but he did well at the box office. Yeah, not too shabby. Best year since Goonies came out. So that were your guys' three. So I can do my three. Yes, Incredibles two. Okay, we can talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about. it. Not on your list at all, then. Is it? Is it on yours? It was my number five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then go talk. Not on my list. Not on my five. Oh wow. Okay. I think we have the same one and two. I think we do. do Also, they might be flip flop though. We probably have the same one and two. All of us. Probably. Probably. I can't imagine we don't. Right. Okay. So, Deadpool two. I mean, uh, (laughs) Incredibles two. Great, great. Deadpool two. Let's do it. Incredibles two. Incredibles two was eighteen years since the first one came out. Totally lived up to the hype. I love every second of it. The animation is great. The voice acting is spot on. The Jack-Jack scene with the raccoon is hysterical. That is one of my favorite comic book movie scenes that we get in this year. That one didn't hit it for me as much, but it's I fine. Fucking the, love that scene. It's, 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 so, it's so funny. It's memorable. I think the funniest scene, though, is when he's talking to the boy that Violet's interested in in, in the restaurant that he, that he works at. I laughed so hard at that. I've seen, probably seen this movie three or four times. Wow. Okay. Times. Um, that, whole, that whole interaction is great uh, in the restaurant. Just the family dynamic that it's the dad taking a step back so the mom can go out and do her thing. And his motivation is not clear. It's not because he wants to. It's not out of love. It's because he causes way too much collateral damage to be marketable. But he embraces the role. He accepts it. So uh, that's very real to me. But it's also, <laughs> and, and I think it's because there's this underlying selfishness to it. So he, he's willing to take the step back, understanding that he's 
causes way more collateral damage, which isn't marketable. So if he does that again, and like if he's the one that comes back and he causes all that collateral damage, they'll never get the good PR for them to be able to come back out. So for him yeah. to ever have a chance to put the uniform back on again, he needed to take that step back. It's for the greater good. Yes. That he, but he again, but that. I think he doesn't care about the greater good. I think he cares about himself. him being allowed That's to That's the greater good for him. Right. Oh, okay. Him being allowed to super. I thought you were just saying greater well, good. Well, greater good is usually, for, is the term is for like on the whole. Well, like, his world, the Everybody has to come back. Yes, but it's like, No, but personally, yes. you're like, yeah, all right, this is my chance to get back here. But he wants to be out there so bad. Oh, yeah. And oh. you can tell. He doesn't want to do any of this domestic. He doesn't want to learn new math. Home life. That is such a real thing now. I <laughs> know. It's horrible. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a super, super we, We've ruined everything as a society, people. Why would they change math? Is the Exact quote from the, from and the movie. Every math parent, is math. And, and every parent who has a kid between the ages of like five and eighteen is has dealt with it. Yes, Bob Odenkirk is uh, does a vo- great voice acting in this movie. You can't. You really can't under undersell the the voice acting. In yeah, this. everybody does a great job. Though. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderfully acted. By the way, guys, this is my number six, so it's not like it was far off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just, I believe uh, I gave the six stones in the gauntlet, or at least six stones. I knew it was going to be in your five, because I'm pretty sure you gave it a gauntlet. Yeah, I absolutely love it. The animation is so good in it, too. Again, it is Pixar, it is the animation that we've been used to, but, like, this, the lighting aspect, I mean, the scene where a sight girl's on the bike, and she's, like, chasing down, like, the runaway monorail or train, um, it's dusk and the sun is going down and it's like based on like time lapse it works out perfectly because it starts out in like twilight and then it gets the train pro- takes off in twilight it gets progressively darker yep. that's amazing like you wouldn't notice that in a normal cartoon but because it's pixar and they have such an incredible attention to detail it works out so well see i would even i would even see that statement and raise it you wouldn't see that in a live action you can't see it in a live action i don't think they would let that well, yeah, you could, but it would be such a painstaking effort. Yeah, they won't film in tw- Twilight's a pain in the ass yeah. to film with. Yeah, film. And if it's Twilight to Darkness, it's going to be a drastic change. Exactly, this time elapse is so perfect. Exactly, but that's what brings, and again, that's what brings universes to life. That's what makes an animated movie feel like the real thing. Those little details that you get to add in that. Other movies don't have the luxury of adding in. A live action movie doesn't have the luxury of adding in. Yeah, so I mean, it's. I love it. <laughs> it just doesn't it's... resonate with me as high as you, but I don't know. It's a Pixar movie. It was a really good Pixar movie. And it... it handled all the things it wanted to handle really well. So my, my, my Pixar statement is like people argue about like what's the best Pixar movie. I would put this as the best Pixar movie, but there's like 11 choices that. Okay, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> that could be the best one, too. Sure, I like that also. Mm-hmm. This, it just depends on what you're into. I haven't seen that many Pixar movies. so Toy Story is Pixar, right? Yep. The Toy Stories, Up. Wally, Up. Oh, Wally's Pixar. Okay. I haven't and seen that. And the Up. Two Incredible Movies, that's two, all I've seen. Two Incredible Movies. Um, if any of your answers is Cars is the best Pixar movie, you're wrong. <laughs> What's the really bad one, Cars 2? Cars 3 is really bad. Cars 3 was better than 2. I believe that. And uh, Ratatouille is another. I like Ratatouille. It was all Ratatouille. I like Ratatouille. I own Ratatouille. I also own Ratatouille. So, yeah, that's my number three. So, I guess we can move on to number twos. I'm very curious. Okay, here we go. Number two. Numero dos. Get ready to say table it. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah, table that. That's my number two. Okay. 
Tabled. All right. Joe stands alone. My number two. Get ready to say table, guys. Avengers Infinity War. Table it. But let's, I guess... Let's talk about Spider-Verse 2, because we mentioned it first, I guess, right? No matter me. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Verse, what could be said that we didn't say, what, three weeks ago, two weeks ago? This movie is fucking incredible, guys. Joe, why is it better than Infinity War? Yeah, let's start there. Uh, because it's maybe a perfect movie. It is the most phenomenal movie I've seen in a lot. It's got everything in it. There's not a wasted line of dialogue in it. It's got great characters, great comedy, great premise, fantastic takes on family and friendship. I love this movie. It's it's great. I it's love this movie to phenomenal. pieces. To borrow oh, wow. a line there. from... <laughs> you went there and whatnot. Anyway. I... <laughs> yeah, this movie's great. This is a coin flip between the two of them. It's two different styles. That's, that's pretty it's much... It's not right. close for me. This, really? This one was locked in wow. at number one. Wow, okay. Number... Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars. Great. Mm-hmm. Very well done. But just nothing's... T- I've seen this movie three times already. Wow. Jesus. Did you see it in IMAX and in 3D? I didn't get to see it in IMAX. I saw it in 3D the third time, though. Okay. Animation changed the game. This style is amazing. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it based on the trailer. I didn't know if I was going to love it or if it was going to get annoying fast. But I I loved it. I think if they have the budget, this should be the standard going forward. It did beat out Incredibles 2 at the Golden Globes on Sunday night. I saw that, and I hope it does the same at the Oscars. Because it it really should. Ah, yeah. I mean, it's higher than my in mine. Like, they were they were right there. But uh, again, is Disney Disney in the Oscars? I don't know. Like, Oscars is a, is a tricky tricky mistress. But uh, I mean, in, <laughs> in a perfect world for me, this is a Best Picture nominee. It will never be. You don't know that, man. It's it, there's, there's a non-zero chance, but it's very small. Yeah, there, when was the last time an animated Toy Story three? Toy Story three. Toy Story three. Beauty and the Beast are the only two I can think of. Toy Story 3 got on there because of the 10 nominees. This has been a very good year for movies, so probably yeah, not. I highly doubt it will be, but in my personal opinion, it is the best movie of 2018. It might be my new favorite movie ever. Wow. Jesus. I can't stop thinking about this movie. I can't get it out of my head. Every time I leave, I expect to... Did you give it, this gaunt- Did you give it the gauntlet? Oh, yes. hell yeah. Absolutely. I don't, I don't remember if you yeah. gave it the gauntlet or Like, not. the first time I left the theater, I was like, I think this might be my favorite movie of the year. The second movie, time I left the theater, I was like, I think this might be my favorite superhero movie. The third time I left the theater, I thought, Spider-Man of the Spider-Verse looks really good in 3D. <laughs> it didn't get any better than... I had nothing else to add to that. It's yeah. it's, oh, it's such a good movie. I, I, I love I love the pop art style. I do. I love, the, I love the pop art style. I love the way that the pop art style juxtaposes every other animated style that you end up having to see in this movie. Because when all the other Spider-Men all come in, they're all still in their specific animation styles. The pop art just really sets a really nice backdrop for all of those other ones to to play. It becomes very playful and fun. This movie is is fucking amazing. There's no question in my mind that it isn't. I I think that at the end of the day, for me, it, it sits number two for a very specific reason. You don't like animated? No. It's not, it, no. This is number two specifically because I don't like animated. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is this movie is as high as it is for me because I do not like animated movies. Got, okay, I, I, understand, I understand. Yeah, what you mean I'm now. sorry. Like, I, got, I got you. Yeah. This, this movie, it, it's, it, on top, regardless of everything else, this movie was so good and it was animated, like, it blew my mind. I did not think an animated movie could be this good. Yeah, I've made this point 
before that in an animated movie you're you're you got unlimited access to you can do whatever you want because it's computer generated or it's drawn you just think it and you can do it and i think this movie perfectly personifies that it's uh, it's yeah we we talked about this recently but like i haven't seen it three times i only saw it the one time with with you and you mm-hmm. two of you <laughs> we were there together of uh, all the three of us Again, we I gave him six stones in the gauntlet. Plus, Mitch. My gripe still Mitch. stands. King Fit is ridiculously nice. I've been listening to things about it, and yes, it's very funny. It's it's hysterical. Thing it no taking away from that. Obviously, it gets less funny the, the next two times you watch the movie. Sure. But Kingpin being that big helps me believe that he could kill Spider-Man with his, like, axe ha- with his with his hammer fist coming down on Sure. Him. It just all that added extra power. It's because Spider Man always gets up. The f- the funny the aspect fact that he would take him out totally makes that believable. And, well, the- and what's crazy is that if you going from like the the superhero, the actual comic lore of Spider Man, he's statistically one of like the strongest. He punched the Hulk into space. Yeah. So to be able to be killed by Kingpin, you better be that fucking big. The funny aspect of it is he's so much bigger than everyone else, and everyone's going about it like it's normal. That's that's, and he's always in a bus <laughs> <laughs> or like a building or a small car. That's why it's hysterical to me. That's why I laughed every single time. I laughed the first time because it was jarring how big they made him. Oh, for sure. And then you laugh subsequently because he's around normal sized people, and it's like, oh my god, no one has a problem with this. We're all used to this already. That's just Kingpin being Kingpin. Oh my god, I want there to be like, I don't know, the rated R version of this being like, yo, that guy's fucking huge. I want there to be like a, the E-True Hollywood story of Kingpin. So it's going. so funny that you mentioned that. I was, um, right before I went to bed, I was just scrolling through YouTube, and Jimmy Fallon show, John Mulaney was on, to promote Into the Spider-Verse. So, when he first showed up in the studio to start doing his recording for Into the Spider-Verse... Like, whoever was there was just like, you know, have fun with it. Do your thing. Like, you can add lines or whatever. Apparently, he just took his script and went hardcore, not safe for work with it. And there was, like, a whole bunch of, like, clips online of him cursing through all of his lines. And it's fucking hysterical. So if they do do, like, an R-rated version, they better put all those lines back in. That's cool, because that's kind of what I suspected. Like, with, um... Because you don't see his mouth move. Mm-hmm. So I figured him and Nick Cage had free reign. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. So, like, there's one of them was like, how the fuck's he gonna do that? I've been Spider-Man for 30 fucking years! It is... I'm not gonna say fucking. It was very funny. It, it's so good. It I, is. I, I, can, I can't movie. possibly say enough good things about this movie. It's if you haven't bad. seen it yet, go see it, because this movie should have made a billion dollars. I think you're gonna own the physical copy of this. The second it comes out, all the bonus materials. I'm gonna watch every single one of them. You're gonna buy a 4K television. No. <laughs> That's that's, that's the line. That's, that's the line that's right the line. there. But I could watch this movie. It's an exaggeration, but I could watch this movie like every day, and still be happy with it because it's that incredible. Do you want more, or would you rather this be a standalone? I mean, I'm okay with them continuing. I don't think anything else is going to touch this for me. I don't think any follow up is going to be as good. I think it'll be close, but this it it this movie sings. It's it's phenomenal. I, I think it's true that there's not. I can't fathom a way for them to make a follow-up to this that's as good as it is. And I think part of the charm and the reason that this thing is so ridiculously amazing is because 
I don't think anybody went into this movie expecting what we got. I think people expected it to be good. I think people expected it to be very good. But for people to think that this movie was going to be damn near perfection and pull, it hit the right notes at the right time and, as Joe lovingly says, sings, I, I sure as fuck didn't think that was going to happen going into it. I expected to like it a lot. I didn't expect to like it nearly as much as I do. Yeah. Ba- based on all the podcasts and stuff that we listen to and like Collider when they get the advanced screenings and stuff and people talking about how great it is. And I was listening to Nosis and Roka's top ten before we started, uh, before we saw it. I'm like, wow, I'm gonna, I, I thought I'm going to love this. Like, so it, I, my expectations were high and it hit and exceeded my expectation. And for me, I was even talking to Mitch about this after I picked him up from the airport. I was like, everybody's talking about it, like, up here. I can't, I am assuming I am going to be much lower on it, simply because I don't think it could possibly live up to the hype that people are giving it. I don't don't want my personal hype And I don't think they hyped it enough. At this point, I don't think people hyped it enough. That's fair. Knowing what I know now, yeah. Yeah. And, and dude, hey, more power to him for, like, playing it on the fence, like, hey, I don't know if you're going to like it, but I thought it was really good. This really should have been a summer release. Yeah, this would have been a summer blockbuster. Holy shit. The amount of money this thing would have made. But, but then again... That it, is the one thing that hurts it, is it, in the box office. But it was a Christmas release, right? So it, it perfectly filled the spy, the the um, the Star Wars the Star Wars slot. It came out around the same time Star Wars... Well, it's Sony. It's not, it's not Marvel. I know, I know. But what I mean is, like... The, the new Star Wars films have always come out... Yeah, in December. Yeah. In December, like a week-ish before Christmas. Except for Solo, but... But if this came out yeah. weekend of 4th of July, it would have been in theaters with Labor Day, I feel. Yeah. Kids would have been off that, that this would have... I don't know how long <laughs> this is going to be in theaters. Like, I feel like this has a decent run coming, because it, it's only made like $300 million. Which is insane to Which me. Which is crazy to me. It should be at like half a billion by now. It's going to get pulled soon. That sucks. Because, only because after the nominations... Yeah, no, every, all the other yeah. movies are going to come back out. Come back and, so, and this probably isn't getting nominated, even though I want it to, for Best Picture. It'll be Best Animated. Oh, for sure. If it doesn't get at least nominated for Best Animated, the system is broken, and we need to tear it down and start again. <laughs> I get, so, I'm on so, that crusade with you. I love the Academy Awards, and like, but people got to like realize, like, dude, it's just the opinion of like the Academy. Who really cares? Okay. You like it, it's for you. <laughs> oh, I'm, this is movies 100% for me. And we've talked enough about my number one, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Let's move on to my number two, your guy's number one. Avengers Infinity War was the gamut of emotions that I've never felt in any movie I've ever seen in the movie theater. It destroyed me, it lifted me back up, it destroyed me again. I cried, I, <laughs> I laughed... I was, like, on the edge of my seat. I had goosebumps. I've never felt that way about a movie that I ever saw in theaters before. That's why it's my number one. There are flaws. I understand that. There are glaring holes in it. But it's like, I don't care. <laughs> Minus the negatives you just said, that's my thoughts on Spider-Man summed up. Okay, cool. I've seen Infinity War confidently nine or ten times. Confidently speaking, I've watched that movie nine or ten. It's a decent number of times. It is. It is a lot of times. Well, since it came back out on Netflix, it's easy for me to just True. turn it on, like at school. Like I'll just pop it on my phone while I'm sitting there and grading papers. I bought it right before Netflix happened. Oh, that sucks. I'm so upset. <laughs> I got it when it was released. I also have to. I also own it digitally thanks to sequel too. So I've watched it two or three times via that. I saw it in the theaters two or three times, and I've watched it on Netflix at least twice since it's come out. I watched it. On 
Saturday night last weekend because me and Pam were just doing whatever before we went to bed and we just needed something to turn on like in the background. I ended up, I think we were folding laundry. I folded zero articles of clothing. Zero. I sat on the laundry and uh, watched. It was movie. in my lap. It was The laundry was in my lap and I just didn't fold a fucking thing. And my point of telling you this little anecdote is that the minute the Bifrost opens up in Wakanda, yes. I get goosebumps. Since the when it happened in theaters for the first time to the last time I watched it, like last weekend, I still get goosebumps when the Bifrost opens in Wakanda. I have tears streaming on my face every single time. Not not because it's like a a sad scene or even like happy tears. It's just so perfect. The timing is so perfect. It works out so well, and it's exciting. And they're showing up, and it's at the, the the exact moment he needs to show up. It is my favorite scene in a superhero movie. Yeah. It trumps Wonder Woman crossing No Man's Land. It trumps the interrogation scene in Dark Knight. Yeah. It trumps Thor Ragnarok with uh, the immigrant song as well. I freaking love it. And that's <laughs> and 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 to follow up sequel's point, I don't feel that at any point in Into the Spider Verse. I feel it the entire time, but... You can't feel it the entire time, because then it's not that moment. Not the entire time, but I... Every, <laughs> like, I, 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 like, yes... This is not but, a debate, Spider-Verse... No, 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 I agree, but what I'm saying want, is... I don't want to be too much about this. Oh, no, 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 and all, all I'm saying is that 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 moment, the, the Thor showing up in Wakanda, the feeling I get when that moment happens... That's a... That's a phenomenal moment. Yeah, I'm I just there there's just no no part in Spider Verse. Yeah. If there's Spider, if Into the Spider Verse had given me that feeling at some point, it would have become my number one. That's miles on the roof for me. I get fair. It. Okay, fair. so totally fair. And 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 for, uh, just like for criticisms of like these movies, like Infinity War, for like a movie structure standpoint, is more of a collection of moments than it is like an actual like thought-out, well-produced, made movie. But, like... It, it, to be fair, it's a super difficult thing to do. Yes. The, the scope me, of this movie. Yeah. Understood. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> However, but again, it's those moments that, like, make you feel so many different emotions. Like, I, the list goes on and on. When Cap shows up for the first time. That was, uh, oh, my God. Everyone in the theater... Like, I hate people cheering in the theater. I cheered in the theater. That's a cheer moment. That is so great. The, um... The way, the way that this movie opens up with Loki dying, Loki getting choked to death... God... God help me if the MCU back, like, backtracks that. I will be livid. Why would be- they do that? I, I don't think they will. Because it's the MCU and it's always a possibility. It's always a possibility, though. But... If they go back, if they renege on that, I'll be very, very angry. Only because to start a movie with a death of a relatively beloved character... Yes. That early on gives this movie stakes. So every moment, every potential moment, for the first time in MCU history, you felt like these guys were actually incredibly vulnerable. The stakes are totally the there. Stakes are there. They, they set the tone early on. And what this movie also does is it retroactively changes my five stone rating of Ragnarok to a six because our main criticism most of us was there's a joke in every scene they got a little too jokey with this it is too light we need that lightness yeah <laughs> because this is the movie that leads into Infinity it's War it's like they were it's like they knew that they were going to start having people binge watch all these movies in order leading up to Infinity where they're like no 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 we better make this one pretty light because 
if a movie theater decides to want, if a movie theater movie theater decides to show all of them in order, yes, they need Ragnarok before Infinity War because they're going to get fucked otherwise. See, the, the thing is, you set them up with such a false sense of like Hope. light lightness with Ragnarok, just to have them be slammed into the ground. <laughs> you mean like when a moon gets like thrown at you? Is this is this a reference? It is. Thanos destroys the moon and throws it at Iron Man. Absolutely, he does. Now, I bought Infinity War, and I watched Ragnarok before I watched Infinity War because my wife had not seen either of them. Okay. And when I'm watching Ragnarok... You on Netflix right now. Yeah, you can. When when I'm watching Ragnarok, I'm like, wow, man, this this was good, but it got really jokey. Then I'm thinking about what's coming right right after. I'm like, I need all... (laughs) All this positive. You started right rewinding, <laughs> listening to the jokes again. I need this. Omeek's dead. You uh, just watched the Omeek's dead Omeek, moment. Omeek, you're alive. So <laughs> uh, Spider Man and Tony. Yep. Their whole dynamic. Another scene that that gets me is the she's not alone scene with the fight with. Um, oh yeah. That is so well done and mm. so good. And people are still talking about this. My father in law goes on and on about Thanos every single time I see him. It's it's uh, it's like something in common that we we have to talk about, mm-hmm. and like we have difference of opinions on it, and it's it's still great because I can't wait for the Infinity War Part Two. This movie gets you Endgame? so excited for like the Part Two. Endgame. Endgame. Yes, that's what it was originally. Part Two, and now it's Endgame. Um, news about that Endgame trailer, by the way. All the scenes we got are in the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Oh, that's it. That doesn't surprise me at all. That's awesome. Yeah, that's. Well, that, that is actually really good. Yes. So, the comparison between um, Thanos and Killmonger, I'm, I, I think that once we see the end of this arc, I think I'm going to have Thanos at my number one. Thanos is so complex. He really is. The situation is so... Just, the, the stakes are gigantic. The stakes are gigantic. There, You could watch Infinity War... I, I really think if you walked into it knowing nothing and only watched like a specific 20 minutes that Thanos wanted you to see by the end of that 20 minutes you'd be like yeah I am 100% a child of Thanos it's just 20 minutes of Thanos being awesome but there's 20 (laughs) minutes in there where Thanos is like philosophically talking being like this is this is these are the facts this is what's the flashback with Gamora it's him in his solitude on Titan or the remnants of Titan where is he in the after the whole the snap happens? We don't know. They never said. Oh uh, well, then Mystery Planet X. Mystery Planet X. But even when he's explaining, when he is explaining himself fully again, to but this time to Doctor Strange, and he uses the reality stone to like show you what Titan used to look like and stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. And even when he's trying to get what is it the the Soul Stone, right? Is the yeah the Soul yeah, Stone yeah. moment was pretty good. I, that one, that one got me because I, I'm, in, I love Gamora. You can just see it in his eyes. He, yeah. he doesn't even need to say things. In certain, he's, he's the best villain in the MCU. Yeah. They're calling it the Farmer Thanos Planet Online. Yeah, Farmer Thanos. <laughs> what I will say that Infinity War obviously has over into the Spider Verse is the villain because the villain in Spider Verse is Kingpin. His plan is cool. Generic. I get it, but yeah. it's, it's, he's not that deep of a character. But I don't but, mind that though. No, neither do I. But Thanos is like villain. This movie gets the check mark over Spider Verse, absolutely. And I think that, but the and I give I give into the Spider Verse a pass on that because we are develop. This movie was meant to introduce us to and develop Miles Morales as a Spider Man. 
So I'm I'm the villain in this movie to me was was Miles Morales. That's he that's had to fair. overcome himself. Like the real villain in this movie is him having to overcome himself. And they've, they've teased Thanos for like ten years now. That's and, and that's I think true. We have been seeing him in post credit sequences <laughs> for years. And, and in Guardians. Yeah. Oh yeah, and in Guardians. Oh, Avengers one. Right, no, but he's in Guardians. He's actually, he's actually in Guardians once. I think he's actually in Avengers 1, too. No, it's the post credit scene. You see him looking down. I'll like, do it myself, what? right? Yes. Yeah. I thought there was one where, where Loki actually shows up and talks to Thanos for a couple minutes. I think he talks to Ronan? Ronan talks to him in... Guardians. Is his Guardians? Because that's the only movie Ronan's in until Captain Marvel comes out. Okay, I guess that's true. All right, that's fine. Infinity Wars, Thanos... It is the culmination of 10 years of work. And to me, that says something. I think that the payoff, for the first time probably ever, we got 10 years worth of movie series, like a ten a decade-long series, and the, the payoff was worth, the juice was worth the squeeze. And it's it. not really even the payoff, not to take away anything. From no, you're anywhere, right. But we haven't even gotten there We yet. haven't even gotten the payoff yet. And and not to not to talk about stuff that doesn't matter isn't even technically part of this episode, but the fact that they held the Endgame trailer off till a couple weeks ago and it only comes out in four months was the greatest thing they have ever done. I didn't have to wait for years. Yeah, I'm glad. That- I was I expected to see the trailer and be like, "Yay!" Now I have to wait another year to see this movie. And it was like April. I was like, "Holy dicks!" <laughs> they released the trailer at the end of Infinity War, like the. The final end credits sequence. Oh my god. That'd... Well, we gotta wait till next May, yeah. you jerks. Be awful. So good. Yeah, it's... Like, well, again, when the first Avengers came out, I was shocked that that movie came into fruition. Because when the first Iron Man came out, then they made Incredible Hulk, that was the talk. They're developing this universe, everyone's gonna come together for Avengers. I said, yeah, fat chance. We'll see if that happens. Because stars bail out. Yeah. They, they make changes and all that. So, I thought Avengers was it. I thought, wow, this actually happened. The fact that they've continued it for this long, and they don't strike out. They make solid contact every single time. It's not all home runs, but they're getting on base. Well, yeah, they make passable movies always. And the fact that none of these guys seem to have the ego to demand that the movie's named after them. For example, Cap. I mean, Civil War... Is an Avengers movie? Yeah, it's Avengers two and a half. <laughs> and not one, not one of those other guys that we see in that movie are trying to squabble for naming rights of that movie. No, it is a Cap movie that Iron Man just happens to be in most of. And Robert Downey Jr. If there was a guy there that was going to be a prima donna and be like, "No, I want my name," like it is not out of the realm of possibilities for Robert Downey Jr. to be like, "No, we're not calling it Civil War. We're going to call it Captain America vs. Iron Man." Uh, DC already did this. We don't think it's a very good idea. Yeah, I'm not saying that that, that would have flown. And also, but... he's like, oh, you're not going to name it after me? I'll just take my $100 million check, and yeah. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's making bank. Percentage of the gross. Best deal he ever negotiated. Yeah. Yep. Wow. It's a shame that he's going to die in the next movie, man. You guys want to hear Frank's top five? Yes. It's yes. exciting. It's pretty funny. You've built it up too much. Sorry. It's not as good as Spider-Verse because he hasn't seen it yet. Um, number five, Venom. I didn't see anything else. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Deadpool 2. Fun and action-packed. Yep. Number three, Ant-Man and Wasp. Really fun. 
Number two, Black Panther, incredible movie. Number one, Infinity War, all the years of waiting it delivers. It is honorable mention, Hunter Killer, which was that, that Gerard Butler submarine <laughs> movie he went and saw with his dad. My parents saw that and said it was good. He, oh. <laughs> he said he would give it three and a half naked Gerard Butlers. <laughs> but how many shiny, shiny Liam Neesons? I don't know. Hannah, I'll ask him tomorrow. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That was Frank's top five. Ed, disclaimer, it's the only five new releases that he saw. The That's only in five, purview. The only qualifying five he had. So well, at least he saw five. At least he ranked them in kind of the correct order. I'd say that's the correct order, considering. I would swap Deadpool and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, Ant-Man sure. and the Wasp was above it. Okay, yeah. But yeah. it's Frank's list and not ours. True. We'll get to the Ant-Man and the Wasp like right now. <laughs> so we're not going to go into depth on any of these, right? We're just going to... Can we, can we do our bottom threes and then like subsequent to like we like? Well, there's seven we're doing. So as I was thinking three, three, and then six. Well, we kind of sure. know where our six. So are. we're going. We're starting at twelve then. <laughs> Why don't we yeah. do three, two, and two? Well, me and Joe already said what our six are, so that kind of okay. We we could do that anyway. What's Corey? What's your bottom three? Bottom three, number twelve, Pacific Rim, number eleven, Venom, number ten, Solo. Alright, my bottom three, Pacific Rim Uprising. Number 11, The Predator. Number 10, Solo. <laughs> my bottom three, number 12, Venom. Number 11, Pacific Rim Uprising. Number 10, The Predator. Alright, my next two, number 9, The Predator. Number 18, Titans. Okay, my next two, number 9, Venom. Number 8, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 9, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Number eight, Aquaman. All right. Uh, my number seven, Ant-Man and the Wasp. My number seven is Aquaman. My number seven is Ant-Man and the Wasp. My number six was Aquaman. And you guys said your number six is... Wow, okay. Deadpool 2 for me. Incredibles 2 for me. I'm glad Aquaman is ahead of Ant-Man and the Wasp in your list, Corey. I will... Uh, listen, I'm going to... I'm, I'm, I'm sad Ant-Man and the Wasp is so high on my list, but I can't put the movies behind it above it. Uh, yeah, that's kind of... I mean, I think Teen Titans Go probably, in in, in all fairness, probably should have gotten bumped. If you like Joy, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should have uh, gotten bumped above it, but that's the only one behind it that... And, and it was right behind it. So it's just, you know, matter of MCU preference versus animated... Again, animated movies going to get the knockoff. That's off. fair. In the making of my list, I was like, wow, I can't believe I have Black Panther only at four. And then it was the struggle between... Uh, Teen Titans Go and Deadpool 2. Because I really like Deadpool 2. But I knew I was going to like <laughs> Deadpool 2. And I wanted Teen Titans to get the respect it was due. I agree. Uh, when I got done... So I thought about going one through. Like, from starting at one and working my way down. And I got two movies in and was like, nope, never mind, fuck this. I left those two movies exactly where they were. I knew that it was going to... If anything was going to change between one and two, it was still going to be one of those two movies. And then I was like, all right, well, which one of these did I hate the most? And then I went backwards from there. Comparatively, last year we had Wonder Woman 2, Logan 1. I, that's what I had. Yes. I, believe. Believe. I think that's what we all had. I, the three of us, anyway. Did if, I put Logan first? No? I think we all had Logan number one, yeah. Yeah, okay. and I had Wonder Woman 2. Same. If... Those two movies came out this year. How does that change your top five? I think it bumps it bumps Deadpool out for sure. Teen Titans not making my five anymore. Same. Incredible. I, I I think that Black Panther is the only one in my bottom three that's still that's still there. 
See, I have leaves and... I think Logan is two. Infinity War is three. I'm taking out... Like... like Probably Wonder Woman five. You would think... And everything else gets bumped down. I don't think Wonder Woman makes my top five. And I put Logan in at, like, number two. I also put Logan in. I, 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 I leave... Yeah, I put Logan in at two. I put Wonder Woman... At what becomes four, and Black Panther becomes five, yeah, and, Black, Deadpool, and Deadpool just leaves the list. Yeah, Black Teen Titans is unfortunately. Yeah, it'd be it'd be Infinity, it'd be Infinity, now. Logan, Spider Man, Spider Man, six, Wonder Woman. Oh wait, no, Wonder Woman Black wouldn't Man. make Wonder Woman wouldn't make my five. That's a shame, right? <laughs> yeah, Wonder Woman would be six because Logan would be at number two, and then everything else would just drop a slot. No. <sighs> yeah, Wonder see, Woman would be its no Wonder Woman would be its shit. Yeah, I'd put one in six and then Teen Titans at seven. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. See, for me, I, I I would feel like I would have to, in, in a weird twist of fate, everything wouldn't just get bumped. My three would get removed, my five would get removed, my four would go down to five, and the top four would then jostle. So Deadpool 2 would get removed. From so yeah, tell me what your top four would be. Infinity War, Logan, Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, and then Black Panther would be five. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have Wonder Woman in there. I can't, I can't, I loved Deadpool. I loved everything Deadpool did both mm-hmm. times. But there's no way I can rationally put Deadpool 2 above Wonder Woman. I can't Same. leave Deadpool 2 in and kick out both Wonder Woman and Black Panther. I'm still leaving Deadpool 2 in. Cool, good. I respect you for that. That's my four now. In this dream scenario. In this crazy scenario where I saw so many goddamn movies <laughs> in one year. You know what's going to be crazy in... Next year. Next year, yeah. Next year's guys, you, This year, I guess. You you are the zeros are in for a ride. It's almost 20 movies? Is that well, it's, it's, with the asterisks that we had? With the, it, with the maybes? Yeah, it's about 20 movies. About 20 Which movies. is literally about half of the year. Almost. Yeah, a little, uh, almost half the movies we're going to do next year are going to be new releases. And considering this is one of the episodes, it's not even we're like we're get, you're getting fifty two movie reviews. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's going to be a wild ride, and I'm really excited to 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 to, ta- to go on it with yeah, all these. We'll be kicking that off in two weeks. This yeah. sweet movie road trip. The movies are just getting better and better. For the oh. most part, Venom was terrible. So was the that was room. that was my insta lock for twelve. I was like, "Well, oh, Venom's Pacific the bottom Room movie. was so freaking boring and stupid." <laughs> I like Uprising. I think it was entertaining. Ugh. Venom Venom was horrible. I was entertained by Venom, and I had like one thing going for it. It was like that Tom Hardy. Tom uh, Hardy being drunk all the time. That dynamic something. though with Venom in his head, I, I think yeah yeah. I had set up for that, but there's nothing. The dynamic that Upgrade did way better. Yes. Yeah, they're both my bottom two. You, I think that they you can go either way with it. Depends on my day. Anywho. So, that's our top five. We did this, I should wrap the episode up before you can go home, Corey. Yeah, I gotta go put gas in my car and go home. Okay. Put gas in my car on the way here. Nice. What a crazy world we live in. Get gas. So, if you want to let us know about your top five of the movies we listed, if you want to have fun with it and do that one day, either at work or after work, you can send that in an email to us at zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. You know what, I'm going to say it twice. I wanted to. That's fine. I did the... Yeah, you did. Yeah. Pantomime. <laughs> it did. For those of you who still can't see You can't see it. So all of you. Right. Exactly. You wish you could see me. <laughs> <laughs> so <That's> we... <laughs> <laughs> this is hardly a new thing, but with the new extent, the relatively new extended characters that you get to use on Twitter, you should be able to fit all five of these movies in a list, in a tweet, and send those over to us at ZTH Podcast. 
take a picture of all of the movie stuff for all of the movies that you've seen in 2018. Post those on Instagram and tag us at ZTH Podcast. Those have been popping up on Twitter. look really cool. Especially yeah. from the reviewers. Yeah. There's like 200 movies on there. It's awesome. And then throw them out because that's clutter and you have the picture now. Exactly. <sighs> yeah, I don't get movie subs anymore. I kind of miss them. It's all on the phone now. I'm okay with it. I can look at my history in my app. It takes up no space in the real world. But it's like, I used to keep them in my wallet. It used to be a cool thing. The um, wife did has... Did you have like a Costanza wallet? Um, I didn't see that many movies back in the day because I was a struggling That's college fair. student. The wife has every movie stuff for every movie that we've gone to together. That's Aww, adorable. adorable. Up until the last two, three years when, when e-ticketing started to become a thing. But every movie we've ever seen together, she has she has at least one of the ticket stubs for. You can get the stubs for sporting events anymore. You should write down mm-hmm. the name of the movies on a small piece of paper and put it with the tickets. Create your own stub. Go back in time. All the movies you've seen together in the last two, three years. Actually, yeah. Have a Pinterest day. There you go. Now you're talking. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash ZTH podcast. Wow. Or search for us in Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes. Post on our wall. Don't just rank five, rank all 12. We ranked all 12. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll make a thread on there for it. Put on the extra effort. Uh, put in the extra effort. I don't think you're going to make a thread on there for it. <laughs> I might not. <laughs> I might forget. Create a poll. Easier. Are they? I don't know. I have I no idea. Crap on Facebook. There's about the same amount of effort. And if you use iTunes or, I, or a podcast app to get the show, if you want to go on there, give us a five-star rating, let us know that we're enjoying the show, and that you're enjoying the show. We always enjoy the show. We got one of those, right? We did. We got a five-star rating. Woo-hoo. No review, but whoever you are, five-star rater, thank you very much. We appreciate it, and we respect that you want to remain incognito, or didn't have anything to say about the show. Ratings help. And last but not least, tell people. Hopefully we're in your top five podcasts oh, of 2018. Oh. Better be number one. Nah, I I'll, t- I'll take placing in the top five. I understand if number one. <laughs> I'd sell for an honorable mention, to be honest with you. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're mentioning it, you're doing it right. So thank you. I'm on the show. It's not my top five. <laughs> <laughs> Is it at least top five days of the week podcast day? Yeah. Good. Oh, it's my number one day of the week, Joe. I was about to say, it would be really sad if it didn't make top five days of the week. I didn't understand your question at first, and I got it. <laughs> Next time, we're going to be getting back to the movie reviews. We're going to be doing Serenity, which is the Firefly movie. It's on Netflix right now, so if you have a Netflix subscription and want to watch it and have your thoughts ready for listening to our episode of it... Corey's dancing, and he fist pumped before. He's because so he's excited. from Jersey, and they don't pump their gas, they pump their fists. Correct. So yes, we're ready next time tune for that, and I can't let you know that yes, Top can. 5 is someone's favorite movie, but I can tell you that of all the movies we just listed, one of them is someone's favorite movie, and that's a beautiful thing. Thank you for letting us into your stereo slash phone for 2018, and we hope to continue hanging out there in 2019. You take care, everybody. Love you all. Stay classy. Stay classy. Internet. <laughs> <laughs>